0: Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this shmoney. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So we're back whispering because I'm next to the kids, but that's all right, boo thing. So today I want to talk about My, I don't want to call it a new philosophy, but my new approach to my timeline and to my schedule that has allowed me to have way more peace and to really be able to lean more into what is going to be most profitable for my business. And I feel like this is I'm not going to say counter what people do, but I feel like this is going to really encourage somebody who you are just feeling so overwhelmed maybe with having to set really hard goals or really hard timelines or like live your life on a schedule. So as you know, I Am a night out. I love working at night. I love having a lot of flexibility in my time. And I also, in the last probably three years, have really shifted from a hard schedule. It's so funny. Sometimes people will like (laughs) DM me or like ask me a question and they're like, you know, oh, just send me over your link for your schedule. And I'm just like, yeah, boo, I don't have a schedule. I don't have a schedule for things. I like to live life day to day and just on the edge. I really am in a thought process and just a season of life where I want to exhaust every bit of the day for what it's going to be without overly planning things. Uh, I I really a, a Bible verse that has stuck with me for years has been I believe it's Matthew 6:34 where it says don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries of itself and one thing that I love about this verse in particular is that it just reminds me to not get so caught up and focused on what is happening tomorrow. Like I don't have to worry about that. God's already got it planned and I <laughs> I really do live my life on the edge. Like I, I literally live my life just, hey, like today's going to be what it's going to be and I don't want to have to overly uh, worry about it or focus on having a hard schedule. I really like to live th- live uh, very fluidly, and um, it's one of the reasons why my kids aren't on a schedule. And obviously, I understand like when school starts and stuff, I have to get them on a timeline. But for right now, it's working that I am ditching the timelines. I'm ditching the schedules. I'm I'm ditching a lot of traditional rigid ways of operating, and just really living on vibes. I feel like I've been saying this for the last couple of years. I'm sure you've heard me saying like I'm living on vibes, but I really mean that I am living on vibes and it has brought me so much personal peace, but also it has proven to be very profitable. Like it's proven to be very profitable that I'm not adhering to any kind of strict boundaries and structure. And I I know that that sounds kind of crazy because a lot of business really is rigid, right? Like there are there's data, there's there's numbers, there's things to track, there's statistics, there's all types of things that makes building a business very rigid and falling into some sort of structure. But I have learned that there is actually way more parts of business that are just way more fluid, right? And it doesn't have to be that deep. And in the last 3 years, I've really leaned into that. And so one thing that I used to do a lot in the beginning of my business is I used to set like these really hard deadlines and hard timelines and I was very inflexible about things moving and something that really made me think about this was the fact that I was I think I was on a coaching call inside the membership and, or maybe it was inside Slack, I can't remember. But anyway, long story short, someone was telling me about their launch. Yeah, it was in the membership, it was inside the Slack channel because she was telling me about her launch. And she was saying how the launch was coming up and she was feeling really overwhelmed and stressed out. And I was like, oh, you know, you don't have to be stressed out about it. Like, just push the launch back another week. And she literally responded something to the effect of I didn't even think about the fact that I could just push the launch back. And I'm like, yeah, it's your business. Like you can do you can do whatever you want. And it just goes to show how sometimes like we, we get so tied and attached to our schedule and our calendar and a timeline that we forget the fact that like you have a whole choice. Like <laughs> you can literally change the date and push things back if you really want to or if you really need to. And so that was a lesson that I learned in my own business of like oh, there is no deadline because I set the calendar. Like I set the timeline so I can change it whenever I want, depending on whatever is going on. And, you know, I recognize that like sometimes when you have team, because I have changed things with team, I recognize that like they might get upset or like, you know, kind of be like, "Hey, really? But I mean, I also feel like if I'm pushing the timeline back, you should be happier because that saves you from having to rush and do things right now. So I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about like, pushing things back or changing your timeline when you have team. The only hard boundary I have with team is that I never make things do sooner because that's not fair, right? Really. Like it's not fair for them to have to like rush and do stuff. Uh, but I mean, hey, if if my team wants to jump in and help, that's cool too. So I give them the option. It's never a requirement, but Anyway, saying all this to say, your girl does not adhere to any more hard deadlines. I feel like that's also one of the reasons why uh, last year launching didn't work well for me. And I, I, you know, I in hindsight, I wish I would have like maybe thought about this episode and made that disclaimer as well. In a, in in the in the sense that because I live so fluidly and I translate that into my business as well, it it will make things like launching harder because if I just wake up and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm done launching, (laughs) then of course I'm not going to hit the quote unquote launch goal. So I feel like that also plays a role in there. And that maybe adds a little bit of context to that whole concept of why launching maybe didn't go as well for me last year as I would hope it would. But, you know, I also recognize, and I know that like, one of the biggest reasons why I ditched the timelines and ditched scheduling and ditched, you know, being really like rigid about my calendar. And, you know, right now I set launches according to like the month, but I don't really like nail down the date until I get closer. Or, you know, I don't set like really strict goals. Like, oh, I have to make this amount of money this month or whatever. Instead, I just give myself a little bit more space. And the reason why I'm able to do that is because I realized that, I am living the life that I'm supposed to live. And any desire I have, any goal I have, it is already written by God and it is inevitable. Like it's going to happen. And I trust that. And I realized that self trust, but more importantly, trusting God with myself has been the thing that has shifted everything in my business. And there's a different level of peace when I know that the desire that comes up in me literally comes from God. So he must already have the plan for it. And I will get the pieces. I will. It will unfold in front of me when it's supposed to unfold. And it has freed up my mind so much. And I'm able to make strategic decisions that may not play out immediately, but in the long run, it makes a whole lot of sense. And it's just like, wow, I lived so much of my life and my business trying to fit molds and blueprints that other people were doing, but I wasn't there yet. My 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 business understanding wasn't there yet. Uh, my my team and how I was doing things, it wasn't there yet. My business in itself was not there yet. And mentally, I didn't have the capacity to go there yet. And so I, I use the example all the time of like the mastermind that I was in last year where everybody was setting these goals and they were like 100K months. And in hindsight, what I realized is that maybe that's in my timeline, right? It's not a desire that has come up for me like for real for real yet. Maybe that's in my timeline, but I don't have to worry about that until God reveals that to me. And I don't have to stress myself out by trying to fit my business into the mold that other people are creating for themselves because it literally does not matter. Like it doesn't it's not something that needs to be for me right now. And I feel like this is like um like a word Diary that's happening right now where I'm just like processing a bunch of things. But one thing that has just brought me so much joy is being able to be like, you know what? I literally live on vibes and I am super happy with my business exactly where it is. And I am even happier with the fact that my business is truly profitable like, not just profitable in a sense of like, oh, you know, my business makes money, but like, it makes an excess amount of money. It makes enough money that I have, I I can use my profits to reinvest in the business. Like I'm not putting a line item. I used to have a line item in my expenses for education, coaching. Now I don't have to have a line item for it because I can literally pay for coaching out of the profits of the business. Like that's a whole different type of profit, right? Like I feel like people don't, um, Well, not I don't. I don't feel like people don't explain it, but I feel like sometimes we don't really talk about like exactly what profit is and what profit looks like, um, and what profit can be used for. And so, you know, in the last maybe 18 months, I think is 18 months, six quarters. So in the past six quarters, I've actually given myself a bonus from the profits of the business of the company, and like that's just so cool to me. Like it's so cool that that's where we are now in we weren't there, you know, just two years ago, like a couple of years ago, we weren't there literally after 2021. Like that's when things really shifted and changed and just became a lot better. But also in 2021, that's when I got pregnant with E and that's when I realized like, okay, like something drastically needs to change in order for me to actually be where I want to be in my business. And because of that, like, I realized that me holding so tight to a calendar and timelines and due dates and launch dates and all this kind of stuff like it wasn't serving me. Now I'm not saying that there's not a season for this because I definitely recognize and I go through seasons where I need my calendar, I need my deadlines, I need to like really have things structured. But I also really believe that there's a lot of beauty in being in seasons where things are just a little bit more fluid and you really can lean more into the bare minimum. And really lever- like really looking to see if your bare minimum is enough. And I feel like that's something that I haven't really covered is like really making sure that you understand that the bare minimum that you do is actually enough to sustain the business, to sustain the company, right? So it's not just about doing the least, but it's about doing the least required in order for you to still get a desired result, right? So in order for like, what is the bare minimum for you to have consistent $5,000 a month? What's the bare minimum that you need to do in order to have consistent 10,000 or 20,000 or 30,000, whatever it is, like, what is that bare minimum, right? And it's going to look different depending on what season you are in, in terms of what your company needs. So does your company, you know, need to consistently make 5,000 or 6,000 or whatever, right? So it's going to look different. But I'm saying all this to say, you know, I really started to hone in on What did the bare minimum look like for my company to have a baseline of X amount of dollars, right? Like that, that's that was something that was really important to me. And it caused me to really have to reflect and figure out okay, so how can I ditch my timeline? Like, how can I ditch my schedule? Like, if I let go of my schedule, will I still be able to profit? And I am. And I feel like that's what so many of us moms want. Like, so many of us moms want to be able to truly take a break or take time off from our business. Like a lot of the clients that I work with one-on-one, I'm currently working with somebody now and I'm just like, yeah, like the number one goal and desire is to be like, okay, she wants to take a month off and truly take that month off, but still know that the business, the company is going to run and it's still gonna make money and it's still gonna profit, right? So where do we fall on that? Like, How can you basically take yourself out of the timeline, remove yourself from the company or just have seasons that you can truly flow and not have to worry about the business crashing, right? Because that's what we're all worried about. We're all all worried about like, okay, if I take a break, does everything fall apart? And it does not have to. Now, does it sometimes? Of course, right? Like I still have seasons where if I take a break, if I take a step back because, you know, I'm sorry, if I take a step back and I don't plan properly, things do fall apart, right? But it does not have to be that way. But anyway, going back to the whole point about ditching timelines and like how like this Really gave me more peace and profit. The first thing is like I realized that what is for me is truly inevitable. And so that let me kind of release that control that I was trying to hold on to so hard in my company, right? Like I was trying to hold on to control. And I felt like if I had a tight schedule and a tight, you know, timeline and everything, that that would help me be successful. But that wasn't the case, right? It just meant that I was leaning on my own understanding or my own interpretation of either how people were coaching me or in just what I thought God wanted for me in that season, right? And so it, it led me to feeling just really burnt out because I was so like tied to the schedule and living by the schedule that I wasn't looking for those opportunities to actually further the company or just further my own development and success as a human being, right? So that's one thing. The other thing in that, and I thought this was really interesting as I was like thinking about this and I was thinking about like, just what are some things that, has really allowed me to just take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm going to live on vibes and just let it be what it's going to be. But I entered a season where I allowed myself to play around with the goal, like the monetary goal that I was trying to hit. And I would play around with different numbers to figure out what is the number that I could believe in for myself. And this is going to be different for everybody. But there was a season in my business where... Six figures, and I know I pick on six figures a lot. there's a reason behind this. we'll talk about it another time, but there was a season in my life where making six figures, it just felt so big and overwhelming that month after month, I would like fall so short of ever hitting that goal because I just could not see it for myself, and so I reached a point where I was like, You know what, what is a number that I actually feel like? I can hit this. Like, this is inevitable. I can hit this. And I have faith in myself and the good Lord Jesus that I'm going to hit this. And for me, it was $5,000. I was like, okay, if I can make $5,000, like I can believe this, right? I could believe in myself that I would make $5,000. And then eventually I hit it, right? And I hit it consistently. And then I was able to then see at that point, oh, six figures is is a possible, like it's a doable number. Like I can actually get there if I want to. And Even now, like, I make the example of, like, the whole 100K months thing, and I've talked about how, like, I realized, like, that number wasn't for me, but the way I realized that number wasn't for me is that I truly have absolute faith that if that was a desire of mine, the number, like, the math would math when it came to my company, right? When it came to my offers, like, it would just make sense, and it would be inevitable that I would be able to reach it. So when I shifted from, okay, 100K is not actually the goal, and I shifted to what my current goal is, I literally played around with that number. Like I played around with several different numbers of like, okay, what makes the most sense? What does the company actually need? But what actually feels like something that I can believe is achievable? And, you know, whether you can achieve something or whether something is realistic is very uh, subjective, right? Like it depends on, you know, the type of person you are, where your company is, like it depends on a lot of different factors. But You will know when you hit the number if it's something that makes sense. So one test that I do to like figure out what revenue I should go after, and this is not strategic at all. And as you know, I'm very strategically minded, but this is not strategic at all. But I literally will tell people like, go look in the mirror. I'm sorry, not go look in the mirror. Go call like a friend or a family member that like you can actually trust, like you actually feel comfortable talking to and tell them what your money goal is and like start with a thousand dollars like saying you know hey sis my goal for this month is to make a thousand dollars and keep saying it until you break eye contact with them so keep saying the next number so like you know one thousand two thousand three thousand four thousand like keep on going until you break eye contact at the moment that you break eye contact, that is your revenue goal, right? You can choose that number or you can choose the number right before it. Um, So for example, you can say, you know, and if you have to do FaceTime, that's fine. Like, but just like you want to do this face-to-face because you want to see, or you want them to like tell you what moment you break eye contact. And at that moment, that is the number where your belief is not fully there yet. So you want to pick either that number or the number right below it, but don't go higher, right? Like don't go higher than that number because there's something in your subconscious that is not ready to break through that barrier yet. And I know that sounds so crazy. And it's like, how can I set a goal based on this? But I promise you, it really does work. And long-term you will thank yourself for not setting a overwhelming goal that you don't actually believe in. So that is like thing number one for me. Thing number two is that, and, um, and I kind of already mentioned this, but just know that like ditching your timeline and your schedule, it's, it's a seasonal thing, right? There are going to be some seasons and like, it may be a long season, right? Season isn't just, you know, a short amount of time, but there's going to be some seasons that you need the timeline, you need the structure. And then other times that you don't. Right. So like I said, like I have seasons where I I am living by my calendar. I am living by my schedule and that's fine. Right. Like, that's okay. But then there are a lot of seasons that, like I say, when I cop on the podcast, I'm literally living on on vibes. So the last major thing I want to say about this, hopefully before my kids wake up, wake up is I have entered a season and this happened probably somewhere around 2021, um, maybe 2022, but I ditched setting timelines on my actual goals. So whatever the goal is, and this is so interesting because like I have a five-year plan, I have a 10-year plan, but I also have like created some flexibility and like some, some crossover In terms of the timeline of hitting my goals, so instead of like the traditional smart goals, uh, I have dropped like the T, so it's it's not really timely. My goals aren't very like time bound, and instead, I set an intention and let God lead the way. And I know this sounds like a little bit like how like how do we make this tangible? But like that's the point. (laughs) And I know that that's like so it's been hard for me to say because. Again, I am very strategy minded, but I also recognize that God is pruning me in this season. Like God is really like pulling on me as I have entered motherhood to just be like, "Hey, you cannot rely on yourself." And it's helped me to separate my identity from the company, right? Like the company is not K. It is its own thing. And it's being used in a very specific manner. And so when it comes to my goals, when I have, instead of setting a goal, really set an intention for what I want. Um, And so what I mean, my intention is like, maybe there's a feeling uh, like this year, one of my big intentions is community, but like, there is no number, right? A community can be four people. As far as I'm concerned, it could be two people, right? Like, I don't even care about the size of the community. The intention is that I build community, right? That's what matters, and so in in that I'm letting God lead the way on the um, on what the actual result looks like, which is very hard. I'm not gonna lie; it's very hard for me because there are so many times where I want to like calculate the numbers and like you know all the things. Because I mean, like, my brain works in strategy, and I do recognize that, like. The strategy is important, like the tactical is important. the numbers are important, but I also know for myself and for my peace of mind, I have to let go of those things. so I hope that you can hear my own internal struggle as I'm talking about this because it is a constant internal struggle of how do I set this goal how do i you know what what is it this what is this going to look like? how am I going to actually you know reach this thing or have this thing and it's so hard to like take a whole step back and be like okay you're not going to set a number goal you're just going to say i want to build a community right and it's like okay god but like how many people are here like you know or in order for me to hit this number like there needs to be this number of people right and i've done those things i've still like i still will play around this is goes back to the whole thing like i play around with my numbers i play around with like what what number do i feel confident when i say this to my friend what number is that, right? And so I still have numbers there, but I don't set a hard timeline of by December 31st, there needs to be this many people inside the membership, or by December 31st, I need to have this many followers, right? Or this many podcast downloads. Instead of setting that as the number, I say like, okay, I just want, you know, 100,000 podcast downloads, right? when it happens, it happens, right? Like this goes back to me trusting that it's going to happen because I have the desire. So God's going to just make it happen when it's supposed to happen. But also it has opened me up, Like being able to to take the time off of things has opened me up to more opportunities without the stress, right? And so what I mean by this is, and it kind of goes back to what I said before about I'm able to really think strategically and make strategic decisions because I'm not bound by time. I have more options, so sometimes, like, and I've I've done this before in my business where we get to December and I'm running a flash sale. I'm I'm doing you know a whole Black Friday thing. Not saying there's anything wrong Black Friday. I'm just saying like I get to quarter four and I start to just wow out because I haven't hit a goal that I set for December 31st, right? But now I'm able to take a step back and be like, you know what, December 31st is just another day. Like, (laughs) it's just another day. Like. Uh, I'm in a mastermind right now. And we talked about the fact that like the new year didn't have to start in January 1st. Like I I was saying like, oh, I need to wrap up these projects by the end of the year, blah, blah. blah. And they were like, okay, like, yes, the calendar for this year ends December 31st, but like you can still use the month of January to wrap things up. And that really shifted my perspective on what time can actually look like. And that's when I really uh, went back through like my five-year plan, my 10-year plan and really like, removed hard timelines because when you do that you can be a lot more strategic with how you are moving things like how you are you know navigating things like what's the difference between making a hundred thousand dollars January to December or just in the last 12 months I made a hundred thousand dollars there is literally no difference right there's no difference um and and both can be celebrated right so anyway say I also say I did I ditched the T, like I ditched the timeline, like I really ditched setting a hard, hey, it has to be done by this date. And that has really allowed me to have just a lot more peace and to really be like, to see my business and see my company as, or not see it, for it to actually present itself as more profitable. So that was like the last big, well, actually there's one more big thing that I just thought about. Another really big thing, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't say this, is that I am really good at sales. Like I am really good at, When I need to make money and I use need very loosely, but, um, you know, when, and and when I say loosely, I try not to be in a space where I am so focused on the money that I can't make any smart decisions. Um, or like, I try not to put myself in a position where I am doing something as a direct response to, oh, I gotta make a dollar because, I feel like that does a disservice to one, what my gifts are, but two, it does a disservice to the person that I'm selling because it's just not fair. Right. So, um, but I am really good at sales. So if there's ever a time that I am, you know, trying to make money for whatever reason, or I need to make money, right. Like there might be a time that I'm just like, oh shoot, this thing came up and I need some money. I know how to make money. Right. And this is a number one thing that I work on with my clients is like you should know how to make money, right? This is why like the 5k a month is like a huge milestone for me because at that point, you know how to make money, right? You may not you may not have a like process, right? You may not have written down your process for it. But if you're making five thousand dollars a month consistently, girlfriend, you know how to make some money. Like point by period, you know how to make money. So at that point, you have a lot more space and room To just play, right? To be like, okay, I don't have to adhere to a a tight timeline or anything like that because you know how to make money, right? So something that is important to note in all this is that I am not in a season of business where I am... um, having to what I like to call hustle for clients, right? I used to be in a season where it's like your girl was hustling for clients, right? And I'm I'm grateful for that. That was an important season because it taught me the skills that I have today, which is that I know how to sell. I know how to make money. And so because of that, this is a this is like the baseline that I try to get everybody to. I try to get everybody to a baseline of you know how to make money without having to be in a hustle to make money. Like we all know that season where we're just hustling to make a client or sign a client versus that season when you are just like, you know what, I can actually actually tell this person no, right? Like I I can actually turn away this client and not lose any sleep about it. Like that's a whole different energy. And like, you know how to make money at that season. Like you know how to make money from that point going forward. So I hope that clarified what I was trying to say there. But anyway, um, so because of that and because I'm like good at doing that, I feel like I can, I can approach my, my company so different. Right. And I can create frameworks around my time and, and it makes it to where, while yes, this sounds very like, oh, okay, is like peace, love and flow. Like there really is a strategy here, even though it's a lot more fluid. So what I mean by this is that like I have frameworks around how I actually use my time in ways that still give me a lot of flexibility and I don't have to be in on timeline, right? So like my four core areas of business, I've talked about this on a podcast episode. I can't remember which one, but it's like the whole four C's, right? So basically I, I focus on one of four things whenever I work, either my clients, my content, which is my marketing my coins which is like my actual sales strategy my sales process and then the company right the back end the strategy my intentions things like that so i'm always you know the ceo stuff right so i'm always working on one of those four core areas of my business and that helps me have some kind of framework around the time right so so and it allows me to really figure out what's bare minimum for me right those four areas are bare minimum and this is exactly what i teach inside the membership when you work with me one on one like it doesn't matter in what capacity i am helping you really dial in really what are these four core areas for you, which it's the same for everybody, but like what you're doing in those four areas might be different, right? Again, I going talking about bare minimum, I prioritize the bare minimum, right? The bare minimum is what gets done first and foremost. My podcast and my email, that's it. I shift into lead generation because without leads, what am I doing? Like I'm not making any money, but like at the end of the day. I I literally focus on four core things and that has allowed me to have some kind of structure but still live a very peaceful and flowy business because again, I'm prioritizing the bare minimum but um, these bare minimum things, I know that they lead to the result of me having stability, right? And that's what we all want. We want, we all want to have a company that is stable, right? That is consistently making X amount of dollars, whether it's $1,000 a month or, or 100,000, right? I don't care what it is. We all want to reach a point of st- stability in our companies. And I be- I believe, and I have lived this out, that you can do that without having to have hard deadlines a hard calendar a whole a filled up calendar like my calendar is so empty I was actually at a conference and I was trying to show people my cal, my um my not my calendar but my, my actual work hours like I was showing them my toggle and child I was so shamed because like I like the last two weeks of it I had only worked like four hours and I was like dang like when I really looked at it I touched all four core areas of my business and that was it. I literally did the bare minimum. And at first I was like a little shame I So like, dang girl, you don't work. But then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, like that's beautiful. Like I was in a season where I just needed a little bit more space and I was able to just live on vibes, but still the company that month was profitable. Like it made the money you needed to make and, and I just moved on, right? And so like- I live on vibes, but I also have loose frameworks around what I'm doing with my time when I am wearing that CEO hat, which is really important. Um, and then going like tying in episode, if you haven't listened to episode 263 about the guide to making more money doing the bare minimum, uh, you should definitely listen to that because literally it gives my whole six step framework. And that framework is part of my four core areas of business. Like I'm doing each of those things in those four core areas. So I'm, I I know what my core message is. I'm always thinking of new ways to articulate it and how I can speak what my core message is even more. That's why I always talk about bare minimum. I always talk about doing the lease. I talk more about like peace and profit. Um, I'm talking about now ditching my timelines Right, I'm looking for new and unique ways to talk about my core message, which is, hey, ma, I get it. Like, We don't have a ton of time and we don't always want to have to, you know, structure our time or sometimes we're not in a season where we can structure our time. So how can we still be successful in that, right? So I, I, I work on that. Um, I have a very profitable offer. Um, I have a very profitable offer suite and it's what people need right now, right? So like my two main offers is number one, the membership, right? The membership is perfect for anybody that is just in a season of, I need somebody to tell me what to do and to like tell me why I need to do it and then give me the tools I need to implement that is what the membership does right the membership just gets you going so that you can be consistent so that you can consistently market you can if I could say the word so that you can consistently bring in leads and that sort of thing right and then my other offer which um right now I have it running as one-on-one coaching but in the future I think I'm gonna turn into like a little mastermind or something I'm not sure but anyway one-on-one coaching, right? So that's for the person that is actively growing. Like you are growing to 5,000 a month or, you know, 10,000 plus a month, right? You're at that level. So you're like, girl, just throw some gas on this fire. Cause I need to, I need to get this money, right? And then we work one-on-one together to get you to that point. Um, but I know that these are things that people want and need right now, right? When it comes to one-on-one coaching, that person right now needs somebody to help them make sense of what is going on in their business and how to really get it to where they want it to be in the like most bare minimum way possible, right? And that's what we do, okay? The other, like, the other four areas, 3X in your visibility, right? So part of my framework is about how am I tripling my visibility? Like I'm not just thinking about how to get visible one time. I'm thinking about how can I like super supercharge my visibility. So I want people to feel like, dang, Kay is literally everywhere. Like I am. I'm, I'm low key tired of seeing her. Like that's how much I'm everywhere. That's what I want. I want that energy doubling your leads, right? I don't want people to just to see you. I want people to, or just to see me. I want people to be like, dang, let me sign up to be a part of something that she's doing. Let me buy this button, you know, join this bundle. Let me, you know, um, read her emails. Let me send her a DM, right? Like I want people to talk to me, right? So doubling my leads, Um, consistently marketing, right? Like even like my bare minimum strategy, all is, or sorry, it's mostly focused on my marketing, right? Like the marketing is what matters. Once I start marketing, the money dries up, right? The leads dry up, like everything dries up when you don't market. So that's gonna be something that's super key and super crucial. And it falls under the six core, I mean, sorry, the four core areas of my business. And then lastly, consistently signing clients, but based off of the customer journey, based on sales psychology, right? I have a process for this. And again, this right here is my loose framework that I use. And I know it doesn't sound super loose, but like this is my loose framework on just what am I doing with my time? When I sit down and make the time to work on my business. And so like I was saying, like there are weeks that I work four hours, but literally I touch all these areas, right? And all these areas fall underneath my core four things. Um, And then this is my six part framework. And literally like that is enough. That's more than enough for me to have a peaceful and profitable business. And I love that for me. I love that um, I don't have to do the most. I love that my calendar is free and expansive. I love that... I don't really have a hard timeline, but by God's grace, I am able to hit whatever intention I set. And in a timeline that doesn't make me feel overwhelmed or rushed or like, oh, you know, am I behind? Like, do I have moments where I'm looking at other people and I'm like, dang, like we started at the same time and she's like, you know, double where I am. Yes, I still have those moments. I actually just had that moment a couple of weeks ago where I was talking to this girl I was in a mastermind or this woman. She's not a girl. I was talking to this woman inside a mastermind that I was in. And she was just telling me about how um, she had her first 100K month. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, in my head, I could feel myself thinking, like, dang, you know, maybe I should really push myself. And then I was like, whoa, well, well, wait a minute. Like, is this really a goal you want? And so I was, like, looking in the mirror and I was, like, telling myself, you know, you know $1,000 a month. You want to make 2000 Like, I was going through the thing. And I was just like, I didn't even get anywhere near a hundred thousand dollars a month because that's just not where i am right now and that's okay right and it's okay it like and again it's not to say that i'll never have that goal but it is to say like girl i don't have to stress myself about this right now like there's just so many other really great goals that i can align myself to and that i can get behind and then i can play around with the numbers and see if this makes sense for me and so i know i keep picking on 100k but it's because like it's the most relevant thing to me right now because like that's what i was experiencing but um but you know, this could be any number, right? Like maybe for you, the number is $5,000. You just can't wrap your head around that right now. Set the goal to three, set the goal to two, right? Set the goal to $1,500. Like $1,500 a month is a big freaking deal. Like when I made $1,500 in my business, you could not tell me that I was not rich. Like <laughs> you could not tell me I was not rich. Like baby, please talk to me nice or don't talk to me at all. That's how I felt. Um, and even now, like if when I hit $1,500 in my bank account, like once it hits, I'm like, oh, it's giving rich. Like it's giving, it's giving yes. Okay. It's giving knows how to make money. Okay. Like I am so gassed up about any dollar amount. People pay me, you know, $30 here, $30 there. I'd be so happy. Like, Oh, look at me rich. It's giving money. It's giving lux. Like I, I, I really, feel that way about every single dollar. And I want to encourage you, like you can ditch the timeline and just be happy with what comes to you. And it doesn't mean that like Paying your bills is not important, right? Because I recognize that like there is money required for us to live, right? Like we the money is required for us to live. So it's not to say like, oh, don't set any goals or like oh it's it's not worth it to like you know set hard dollar amounts or whatever. But I'm just saying like, hey, if you want to ditch these things, if you're in a season of life and business where you're like, ugh, I'm not trying to stress out about this, give yourself permission to do that, right? Like give yourself permission to just bat, back, back, like back it up and just be like, okay. I'm going to live on faith and vibes right now and I'm going to set this intention and when it happens, it's going to happen, right? And I feel like you'll be surprised at how much faster it happens when you let go of control of the timeline. And that's the key thing I want you to take away from this. Things happen faster when you take the date off of it. And I feel like the reason for this is because it requires you to just have absolute faith that the work that you're doing is enough, right? I always say, I do my part and I let God do the rest, right? And whatever that looks like, that's what it's going to look like. Now, I do get a little worried (laughs) when the math don't math, but hey, it's not for me to have to micromanage every little piece. And I know that this sounds counter any kind of business advice. And this is honestly counter a lot of business advice that I have given in the past and and sometimes I still give to certain clients, right? Like certain clients, I'm like, no, girl, you really need to like the you need to get the numbers together, right? Um, but I also recognize that sometimes we're in a season of life where it just does not make sense to stress ourselves out to that degree, right? And there are so many other ways for you to actually win in your business. And I, you've heard me say a lot how much I just be like side eyeing mindset and side eyeing all these different things, but. It's a different level when you are truly operating your gifts, showing up obediently and consistently, and then living and acting in faith. Like when you do those things everything else just starts to make sense it starts to click and you truly do start to hit see yourself hit goals and milestones that you didn't even think you could hit and definitely not in the timeline that you actually hit it like i truly i i can i can see right now the timeline that things happened and i just say to myself like i could i wouldn't have set that timeline like i wouldn't have i wouldn't have thought to push myself to do that only god could have done that like only god could have like put this desire on me and then uh, like gave me the path to actually do these things. So I'm saying all this today, ditching the timeline, ditching, ditching my attachment to my schedule, my timeline, when things should happen, how things should happen. It just gave me way more peace and definitely way more profit. And I am truly grateful for that. And I just want to encourage you if you're in a season where you feel like you're in the messy middle, because trust me, I'm there way more than I like to admit. um, It's going to be okay, girl. It's going to be okay, girlfriend. And that's it for this episode. So I would love to see you inside the membership. We can kiki over there and talk all things, ditching the timeline, or we can talk about what your timeline looks like right now. And that's cool too. So we can talk about that over there. And until next time, I will talk to you later on. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it, so go ahead and leave a 5-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Mom's Do Business Different and at Mrs. K Hillman so Yunta knows is real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.